It's fall, bitches. Is it? It's the last day of summer. Fuck off. It's the last day of August, you mean? It is the last day of summer. I mean, it is actually really nice outside right now. So Today I'll, I'll looks take like that. fall. Okay, are Today you even like a spooky fall. person? Are you a spooky person? Excuse because everyone knows you. September 1st is pre-pre-Halloween. We discussed pre-Halloween. this last time. Huh? We discussed what? this last time. I agreed with you. Okay, well then don't fight me. Oh, Alright, this okay. is Nope, I'm Scared. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. <laughs> and Alexa doesn't know what this episode is about. And that makes me really, really happy. Yeah, I think it's better when we surprise each other. I mean, it's a little, like, my favorite murdery, but I don't care. Well, it's not like we do it every time, but, you know, it's nice not knowing what you're going into. Yeah, and I think it's nice to just fully give you the reins sometimes and be like, I just, tell me the title so I can post <laughs> yeah, you're about like, it on Instagram. I'm just showing up. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, do we have updates? Updates? No? No. We're both working. Yeah. We're both living life. It's hot. I'm not working yet, but the bitch got the job. So, like, yay! Woo-woo. I'm not... I'm You're getting your diploma. My dog. <laughs> That's what I've been concerned That's the about. Concern, am I gonna, yeah. Am I gonna be able to give him food? <laughs> you, you got it. You, yeah, you got it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be okay. Amazing. Okay. So then with no news, I guess we'll just we'll jump It's in weird not having thing. news. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. This is like month hang on, what month is it's basically September. So let's just do eight. So this is eighteen months of being at home. I don't have any news because I've That's done true. nothing in almost two years. <laughs> Ants everywhere! I hate summertime. Oh yeah, that's news. Ella's being infestated by um, ants. I hate it. I hate bugs. Why? I mean, in my book, ants are like the least menacing one. They're just they just everywhere. Yeah, but I saw them when I was really young, uh, and my dad had a poster of it in our living room. Oh, so I got that's to see. Right. I totally forgot about that thing. Yeah, so that every time I see ants, I can only think of that. Well, because when I, I, if I'm dealing with any type of bug situation of which I've dealt with a lot, I would rather be dealing with ants because oh, I can me just too, squish sure. them. Because like they're like one of those ants I don't mind touching or killing with my bare hands. Because you just go like poke, 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 and they're easy to flick and like they don't bite you. Yeah, at least not the black ants. Yeah, no, these are the just fucking annoying ones. Yeah, so in the grand scheme of things, it's the best bug to be dealing with. Except you can't leave food out at all. Can't do shit. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, if you hear me uh, getting really frustrated, it's at ants because we love it. Yay. Okay, tell me what the hell this is. Okay, today's episode is on one of the biggest mysteries of the 18-1900s. Nice. Uh, what 
do you know what if anything do you know about this guy this guy named casper I, I know nothing i know nothing except that his name's casper and so like is this the the legend behind casper the friendly <laughs> the ghost, friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the only other casper i know i don't All think right. anyone on the face of the earth has ever been named casper since or before so it must be the same people <laughs> Okay, because there's only two people that could be named Casper. Yeah, or uh, dogs. Well, I know people who name animals Casper. But I don't know any I'm Caspers I'm sure you're personally. right, I've just never met one. Like, I just know, probably I've heard people's, like, maybe at the vet, <laughs> them be named Casper. But I've never once named some animal Casper, nor seen it. Although I think it would be a really funny ha- hamster name. Because they always be vanishing. <laughs> and they're only awake at night. Casper. Okay, moving on from whatever that was. <laughs> uh, on May 26, 1828, uh, this teenager was found wandering in uh nuremberg germany well that's what it's called now it wasn't called that back uh back in the days back Um, in the olden times in the olden times uh he was wearing like really ratty clothing and the only thing he had on him was uh a small envelope containing two letters uh once he got taken in to the police station because people were like what the fuck is this kid doing um they found that the first letter was addressed to the captain of a local cavalry regiment um that was asking that captain to take this boy into his charge and like help raise him um and it was apparently written by an anonymous poor laborer who found and raised the, the abandoned boy but could no longer keep him. Hmm. Uh, a second letter dated 1812 and unassigned but apparently written by his mother stated that the boy's father was no longer alive and that she could not take care of him. Uh, so he was being sent to join the military. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. Wait, how uh, much? How old did they think he was? No one's quite sure what exactly is happening yet. They think he's like 16 or 17, um, but nobody knows who he is or where he's from. Is that... How... how when did we start putting in place, like, age restrictions on, like, in taking people into the military? I don't know, but I believe it was around World War One, maybe a little bit sooner than that. Um, or maybe it was after World War One, because then they were like, all of the kids died. Mm-hmm. You know, you might I be don't right. Know. Uh, okay, so during his lifetime, Hauser was rumored to be of princely parentage, uh, the victim of a royal plot. The modern historians have almost universally agreed that. It probably wasn't. Um, it probably wasn't what? That he probably wasn't uh, of royal heritage. Oh, I mean, that would be interesting. Right? Talk wouldn't about an Anastasia effect. We'll get into it. Uh, the boy appeared to be about 16 or 17. He okay. seemed confused and 
and unable to read or write other than his name, Caspar Hauser. When asked about his life, at first he could only say he didn't know who he was other than his name or where he came from. Hauser acted strangely, for example, preferring bread and water to meats and vegetables. Who would turn down bread? Who would turn down bread? He had no civilized manners when they found him. Okay. Uh, but within several weeks, much to the astonishment of pretty much everyone, he apparently learned to read and write, which is not a skill you'd That's think fast. you'd pick up in a few weeks. Yeah, especially we're in Germany. Yeah, and we're in Germany in the That's 1820s. Like a, very, a very difficult language to just pick up. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I know this, it's fine. Uh... The following year, capitalizing on his newfound fame, he had an autobiography published uh, in which he claimed to have spent his entire life in a small, dark room sleeping on straw and fed by unseen strangers. Interesting. Also, very, very strange for this to be like, they're like, we just found you. Tell me your life story. I'm putting <laughs> it in a book and everyone else will read it. <laughs> Like he became, he's like that new kid in middle school who just becomes an instant popular person. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, Especially for someone who couldn't read or write or really say anything for a while. How did yeah, he manage just, to then tell his whole life story after just two weeks of learning a language? <laughs> uh... At first, it was assumed that Hauser was a half-wild child from the forest, uh, because that is what you automatically assume, that he's a fey child. Uh, during the course of many conversations with Mary- Huh? I think he would look better if that was the case. Yeah, if you have seen the Instagram post, I haven't actually looked at it yet, but I assume there's a picture of him on there. Oh, I didn't put a picture. It's just the gravestone, because I had no idea what this episode was about, and I didn't want to spoil anything too much. Okay, good. Yeah, he is not the best-looking fellow out there. Uh, I mean, there's, like, uh, there's... I, I did see, like, an illustration of him, and he just looks like a normal 1800s peasant boy kind of thing, with mm -hmm. longer hair. But there's also a statue of him, which I hope you get into, where he looks really shambly. Um, that's all I got for you, because I didn't look too much into it, because I didn't want to spoil anything. I know there's a movie about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the actor in the movie looks so much better than this, this kid did in any of his pictures. Um, during... The course of many conversations with Mayor Binder, Hauser told a different version of his past life, which he later wrote down in more detail. According to the story, Hauser had, as long as he could remember, spent his life in solitary confinement in a darkened cell. He gave the cell's dimension as approximately two meters long, one meter wide, and one and a half high? Uh, one and a half meters high, uh, with only a straw bed to sleep on, and for toys, there were only two. One horse and a dog carved out of wood. Not mm, important, but very... I always found... That was such a specific detail I found in every source I was looking at, and I couldn't figure out why that was, like, so prominent and, like, standing out when nobody really knows why it was important. 
Especially since it's like, you know, 1800s Germany. Like, that seems pretty on brand for me. Or to me, <laughs> at least. Not yeah, it's like, but... that makes sense. Uh, okay. Hauser claimed that what, okay, Hauser claimed that he had found rye bread in water next to his bed each morning. At times, the water would taste bread. bitter, uh, and drinking it would cause him to sleep more deeply than usual. On such occasions, huh. upon awakening, his straw had been changed and his hair and nails cut. Hauser claimed that the first human being he ever met was a man who visited him not long before his release. The man took great care not to reveal his face to him, uh, and the man taught him to write and read his own name uh, by leading his hand. After learning to stand and walk, Hauser was brought to Nuremberg. The stranger allegedly taught him to say the phrase, I want to be a cavalryman, as my father was. Um, okay, this is all sounding even more suspicious. Because, I mean, it's already weird with, like, this kid being kept in a dark room. Also, like, how would he be reacting to light at this point if he's always been in a dark room? And then you have to think about... Um, Yeah, and then like they told him his name, but I, what if that's not his name? That's just the name that they gave to him. Isn't that all names are? Huh? Isn't that all names are? <laughs> well, I suppose, but like you know, like say say like you were put into this place and you had never known your name. Like what if what if you were Rapunzel? Like, what if, because, like, think about Rapunzel, which, like, mm -hmm. just go with me on this. Also, it's, I think, also a German tale, so it's it not is. too far off storyline. But <laughs> Rapunzel was stolen as a baby, and her captor gave her the name Rapunzel, right? Mm-hmm. I think in the original story, they, they stole from a witch and made her, the, and so the witch made them name her Rapunzel. Uh, but, like, yeah, in the no, dis they, uh... I think it goes to the parents stole lettuce from the witch, and the witch was like, how dare you? I'm naming your baby lettuce. Yeah. And then stole her. Yeah, so, um, because Rapunzel is a type of lettuce. But in the Disney movie, she's kidnapped, named Rapunzel, and so she could have had a completely different name when she was born, but she was stolen, and then forever she was like, no, my name is Lettuce. Her name was Tangled, obviously. Haven't you seen the title of the movie? <laughs> her name was Tangled? <laughs> yeah, her name was Tangled, obviously. Yeah, and Elsa's name is Frozen. Yep, exactly. And also Anna's. Anna's name is also Frozen. No, that's Everyone's last name, name in that movie is Frozen. <laughs> Olaf is Frozen. Hans, Hans is Frozen. Is frozen. <laughs> frozen, and then, uh, frozen also, after Frozen and, says no. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, God. So, Meredith's like, that's what brave. I'm saying. Brave, yeah. Everyone's just brave, which, I mean, fair. It's true, yeah. <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> um, but so that's what I'm saying. Like, they gave this kid a name and told him to do it, but if he had a different name, there's no way he would know. I mean, and I also like that he said that this guy who came in, he'd never seen him before, but he made sure not to show this guy his face. No, so no, how no. Would the guy know? made sure not to show Casper his face. That's what I'm saying. So how oh. would you know 
if that guy had come in before. I mean, he'd just never met anyone before, according yeah, to his story. Yeah, he'd woken up to rye bread and water. And then he'd be drugged and someone would come in and do stuff and then leave. Did you say what they would come in and do? Uh, they would come in and change his straw bed and trim his hair and his nails and, like, put food out. Hmm. Okay. Continue. Okay. Uh, so we left off where the man told him to go into town and say, I'm going to be a cavalryman as my father was. Uh, yes. Hauser claimed he didn't know what any of those words meant. Also, the fact that this kid knows enough language to communicate all of this when never having, like, spoken or read before. Yeah. Just suspicious. Uh, this tale aroused great curiosity and made Hauser an object of international attention. Rumors arose that he was of princely parentage or uh, that he was an imposter. And, you know, there were lots of, like, changeling myths being thrown around about him, too. Because, why not? We're in Germany. The fairies are rampant. I mean, it's just the whole area. The whole area. I mean, that's where the Black Forest is. Of Grimm's fairy tales. Terrifying. I don't like it. I just feel like that would be... It wouldn't... I wouldn't be thinking he was a fairy... If, if anything, I'd be thinking he was, like, the, the human child that had been stolen and was now being returned because they were like, mm, mm-hmm. doesn't match up with standards. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't like this kid. You can take him back. <laughs> uh, okay. Local schoolmaster Greg Dermer. D- Dow- Dowmer? Greg Dowmer. Uh, took Hauser and embarked with him on various subjects such as reading, writing, and drawing, the latter of which Hauser showed a natural talent for. The boy had been in town for a year and a half when his story managed to get even stranger. He was supposedly attacked in Downmer's home, and he claimed a man who had once held him captive returned and slashed him with a razor, saying, You still have to die, or you will live this or you will leave the city of Nuremberg. Hmm. Questions, comments, concerns? The fuck? Um, I mean, I have questions, but I want you to continue. I think an ant just fell from the ceiling onto my shirt. Because <laughs> I saw something drop down and I looked at my shirt and there's an ant that was not there before. I mean, that's that's just how ants be. No! Wrong answer! <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I just think that ants have, like, uh, manifestation properties. <laughs> they just simply appear. Okay. Can you tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doubters of Hauser's story are of the opinion that he had self inflicted the wound with a razor, which he then took back to his room before going to the cellar. Uh, he might um, have done this to arouse pity and thus escape chiding for a recent quarrel with Dalmer, who had come to believe the boy had a tendency to lie. Uh, I don't know. I mean, potentially, sure, but 
but like I think it would be very hard to pretend that you didn't know how to read or write or speak. Um, and then I don't know. I think it's still just strange to assume that this boy decided to harm himself to get pity. I don't really think this. He's kid also like still cares. a kid. He's not even eighteen yet. Yeah, I mean, he's a boy. Like, he's an older boy, but he's a boy. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, like, I'm I'm more suspicious of the man who's like, no, he's pretending. What did you do, sir? Right? What We've also greatly do? established that uh, boys are just are wild trash. in general. What? <laughs> I, I said men are trash, and you said... Boys are just wild in general. Yes. So, yeah, the same train of thought there. But after this, so he uh, gets moved from Dharma's house after that because people are like, it's not safe for you there. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're gonna get hurt again and they know where you are. Um, mm-hmm. So they moved him to a different house. And on April 3rd of 1830, a pistol shot went off in Hauser's room at the Beaverbox house. I think that's a fun name. Beaverbox. Uh, mm. His escort hurriedly entered the room and found him bleeding from a wound to the bleeding from a wound to the right side of his head. Oh my gosh. It must have like grazed the side of his head. I mean, it didn't kill him, so you would assume uh, but his reasoning is really stupid. Um, Hauser soon, like, it knocked him out, and when he came to, he stated that he climbed onto a chair to get some books, and the chair had fallen. While trying to find a handhold, he had, by mistake, torn down the pistol hanging on the wall and caused the shot to go off. Uh. Um. Okay. Again, teenage boys just be wildin'. But, uh, like, let's also consider that, like, olden day guns took a lot of effort to, like, shoot and fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, there are doubts whether the superficial wound was actually caused by the shot. Uh, some authors associate the incident with the preceding quarrel in which, again, Hauser had been reproached for lying. Whatever the case, uh, the occurrence led to multiple authorities uh, coming to another decision. They had come to the decision on Hauser, whose initially good relationship with the Bieberbach family had soured. In May of 1830, he was transferred to the Baron von, Baron von Schuer, Tucher. I don't know German words. I'm sorry. The Baron would also later complain about Hauser's exorbitant vanity and lies. Mrs. Bieberbach commented on his horrendous mendacity and art of dissimulation and called him full of vanity and spite. Which are very strong words. Um, Fighting words. Them's fighting words, for sure. A British nobleman named Lord Stanhope uh, had taken a notice of... uh, of Casper throughout, like, all of his rumors and stuff, because it's only been, like, two years at this point. Um, 
but after his fallout with the Bieberbach family gained custody of him in 1831. Uh, Lord Stanhope, obviously being a wealthy man, was spent a lot of time, money, and effort trying to figure out Casper's past and, like, okay. unlock these great hidden memories that uh, he had. He paid for two visits to Hungary, hoping to jog the boy's memory, as Hauser seemed to remember some Hungarian words, and had once declared the Hungarian Countess Metheny was his mother, which is what led to a lot of the uh, princely rumors that he had. Uh, Hauser failed to recognize any buildings or monuments in Hungary. Yes. Um, had he been shown the queen... Or whoever of Hungary? Or did he just look at the picture and be like, that's my mom? I think he just looked at a picture and went, that's my mom! Mm. Yeah. He failed to recognize okay. any monuments or buildings, and a Hungarian noblewoman who had met Hauser later told Stanhope that uh, he and his son had a good laugh when they when they recollected the strange boy and his histrionic behavior. Stanhope later wrote that the complete failure of these inquiries led him to doubt Hauser's credibility. In December of 1831, he transferred Hauser to Ansbach to the care of a schoolmaster named Johann Greg... Johann Georg Meyer. Because I'm always, like, apprehensive of, like, schoolyards in the olden times, because they were often very strict yes so i'm a little like uh-oh good uh in january of 1832 stanhope left hauser for good uh stanhope continued to pay for hauser's living expenses but never completed his promise that he would take hauser to england and try and figure out if he had come uh from somewhere in the uk and uh, he looks german from the pictures yeah. I mean, you know, they didn't have a whole ton of wide nets of knowledge and stuff about, or, like, easy access to things. Yeah. Uh, okay. After Hauser's death, Stanhope published a book in which he presented all known evidence against Hauser, uh, taking it as his duty to openly confess that he had been deceived. Followers of Hauser suspect Stanhope of ulterior motives and connections to the House of Baden, but academic historiography defends him as a philanthropist and a pious man, a seeker of truth. Okay. This, uh, this kid is incredibly controversial and has become the, like, we love him, we hate him kind of kid. Great. Yeah, he's the modern celebrity. Uh, okay, so Schoolmaster Meyer, a strict and pedantic man, disliked Hauser's excuses and apparent lies. Uh, it did not take long at all for them to hate each other. Because... Oh, great. It, yeah, because he was mean and uh, wouldn't stand up for Hauser's bullshit, but also he's a schoolmaster and we like... Don't trust that. Uh, well, and I'm sure that Casper was pushing the boundaries and stuff. Oh, I'm sure, without a based doubt. Based off of how he's been with other people so far. Again, and teenage I just boy. Think, yeah, and I think that this this guy... I don't know what it is about, like, 
the UK and general Europe schoolmasters, but you guys hired like some of the meanest people to run mm-hmm. these places. I never understood why. It's always like um, Miss Trunchbull from Matilda is just what I see. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of like another character. Oh, if you do, you remember a little princess? Yes. Yes. That woman. That woman was vile. <laughs> that woman was like the personification of Cinderella's stepmother. Like, oh my goodness. The class, but the, like, horrible brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, in 1832, Hauser was employed as a copyist in a local law office, still hoping that Stanhope would take him to England. Hauser was dissatisfied with his situation, which deteriorated further when Anselm von Feuerbach died in May of 1833. Uh, he was one of the men who was like um what is the direct they used the word patron uh that he was Hauser's patron so I'm assuming Um, they meant as in someone who would like help him out and pay for his stuff and whatnot and like a mentor perhaps possibly or like a like um like maybe in the way that like Bruce Wayne takes care of the Dick Grayson like that. Maybe, yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah, okay. But a couple people pointed out that by the end of his life, um, Purebach lost faith in Hauser and wrote a note uh, saying, Casper Hauser is a smart, scheming codger, a rogue, a good for nothing, and ought to be killed. So, oh gosh, <laughs> I mean, not... even if this kid is just having a laugh and like taking people for a ride, like, we don't need to say that this 16 year old, 17 year old needs to just die because you're tired of <laughs> no, dealing with him. Are going to the extremes, I don't understand <laughs> why these men I, they're just, are they're just like, he swindled us, I can't stand it. Oh no, a teenager! Oh boy. Uh, for real. On December 9th, 1833, Hauser had a serious argument with Meyer. Uh, Lord Stanhope was expected to visit Ansbach at Christmas, and Meyer stated that he did not know uh, how that would go down between the okay. three of them. Five days later, on December 14th of 1833, Hauser came home with a deep wound in his left breast. By his account, he had been lured to the Onspot Court Garden, where a stranger stabbed him while giving him a bag. Uh, When the policemen searched the garden, they found a small violet purse containing a penciled note uh, in mirror writing, reading in German, Hauser will be able to tell you quite precisely how I look and from where I am. To save Hauser the effort, I want to tell you myself where I come from. Uh, and then there's, like, a couple dashes. I come from a couple more dashes. The Baravian border, two more dashes on the river. Dash, 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 dash. I will even tell you my name, M-L-O. So it was meant That's not your name, be... sir. Hmm? That's not your name, sir. 
<laughs> dash dash that dash, is your dash, initials dash. those are not your name so you didn't give us anything thank you please send again when you mean to put in all the information <laughs> when you mean to actually tell us who you are so we can find you you know for facts and stuff mm-hmm. yes exactly uh Hauser died of the wound on December 17th of 1833. He died of what? Dabloons he died of that stab wound. Oh, a stab wound. He, I, I heard you say doubloons. <laughs> he died of doubloons. I you do had want to do too a much money. <laughs> uh, inconsistencies in Hauser account led the on-spot court of inquiry to suspect that he had stabbed himself and then invented a tale about being attacked which seems like we're going a little far just saying um i uh, i think that perhaps there's more but like i don't think it would if if this is like a boy who cries wolf scenario i don't think it's too outlandish to think that he had tried to create some story and just stabbed the wrong place and then been like, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think true. that's so weird, but I don't also think that's exactly what happened. Either he's truly this much of a dumbass or he is being incredibly well-framed. Yeah, because that guy said he was super smart, right? The professor? He uh, was a good learner. He... Yeah, he was essentially incredibly smart during his lifetime. He picked up on a lot of uh, different random things. So then he can't be both incredibly smart and incredibly naive. Like, you know? True, like book smart, but not street smart kind of thing. Sure, but if he's staging this, I think he'd take the time to learn what areas not to stab himself in. So, and, you know, that's not exactly information that would be super hidden, because that's just general anatomy. He could have just, like, stabbed himself in the leg or something. Yeah, because, like, everyone knows, like, to get stabbed in the stomach, like, it's bad. Especially in the olden times. So he would have been stabbing places that did... in general. Just stay away from that. Yeah, but you could stab, like, here... And even if you, like, like deflated one of your lungs, you could get it fixed easier. Mm-hmm. But, like your, like, your liver and your, like, kidneys and your stomach, like, all of that is, like, too much to fix. And I just think people would have avoided that. Like, yeah, I think he would have stabbed himself in the arm or the shoulder or somewhere else that... Wouldn't because mm-hmm. I think leg wounds seem very. I did this to myself. True. Okay. Uh, the reason they thought that he ended up stabbing himself was because the letter contained a spelling error and grammatical error, both of which were very typical for Hauser, who on his deathbed muttered incoherently about writing with pencil. Although Hauser was eager that the purse be found, he didn't ask for its contents. The note itself was folded into a specific triangular form in the way Hauser would fold his letters. According to Miss Meyer, 
forensic examiners agreed that the wound might indeed be self-inflicted. Many authors believe that he had wounded himself in a bid to revive the public interest in his story and to persuade Stanhope to fulfill his promise and take him to England, but he was really stupid and just hurt himself more badly than he thought he would. I mean, I don't want to say that it's not a possibility. Um, I want more information. I'm a little curious about the whole origami of this situation. Because, like, if this is well known, couldn't people fake that? It's not, it's not super complicated. It's like folding it in at the edges. Uh, and then folding didn't it Didn't everyone do that? A lot of, like, it's not super rare. A lot of the stuff that is being, uh, like, picked up is stuff a lot of people would do, I think. Or stuff that like, would be I've, easy, like, repl easily replicated. Because I can see that, that letter because of, like, Pride and Prejudice. Like, it seems very just of the time. Like, when mm -hmm. you folded it and then you would, like, open the whole thing. Yeah. So that seems interesting. And then the whole typos thing. If if someone wanted to freight, kill him and get away with it, they would have learned this stuff. And it's not like this guy wasn't racking up people who didn't like him. Yeah, no, most people were still on his side, except for the people who, like, directly knew him. So that also makes no sense why he would need to, like, get people interested in his story again because it seems like he still has people interested it's only been like three or four years since he's been discovered mm-hmm um but yeah in reference to the hereditary prince theories according to contemporary rumors probably as current as 1829 i always like i like that they referred to that as contemporary even though this happened during the time of 200 years ago exactly yeah just 200 years ago <laughs> about uh right about yeah only off by less than a decade uh but there were rumors that Caspar hauser was in fact the hereditary prince of Braden, who was born on September 29th of 1812, which matched up with the date on the birth record. Not the same date, but the same year and around the same time. Um, hmm. According to history, the prince died on the 16th of October of 1812, uh, but it was alleged that he had been switched out with a dying infant only to subsequently surface 16 years later as Hauser. In fact, uh, in that case, Hauser's parents would likely have been Charles, the Grand Duke of Braden, and Stephanie de, Bo de Bohernes? I don't... Her name's Stephanie. We're just going to call her Stephanie. Um, okay. She was the adopted daughter of Napoleon. Um, mm. As Charles had no surviving male progeny, his successor was his uncle Louis, who was later succeeded by succeeded by his half-brother Leopold. Leopold's mother, the Countess of Hochberg, was uh, the alleged culprit of the plot. The Countess was supposed to have disguised herself as a ghost, the White Lady, when kidnapping okay. the prince. Her motive, evidently, would be to secure the succession for her sons. Which is not outlandish, in my opinion. Like, it's, like, Definitely completely not. believable that somebody would do that back then. 
Oh, without a doubt. To try and get their family into power? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's, I love her theatrics about it. You know, she could have just gone in as, like, a nursemaid and, like, walked out. But no, we had to be a ghost. That's great. I I can't fault her for that part. Yeah, for the drama of it, absolutely not. Of no, course, love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, in 1876, there was evidence against the theory in the form of official documents concerning the prince's emergency baptism and autopsy and burial, which could also easily be faked. So I well, don't. Well, and if also know. if you think that the baby is dying and it's just a switched baby. You would still do all those things for that baby, thinking exactly. it was your child. Exactly. Um, do, 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 do. Where was I? It is true that the Grand Duchess was too ill to be permitted to see her dead baby in 1812, but the baby's father, grandmother, and aunt, with the ten court physicians, nurses, and others, must have seen it in death. Uh, it is too absurd to propose on no authority that they were all parties to the white lady's plot. Um, the silly fairy tale, which to this day moves many pens and hands, has found much belief, um, but is incredibly unlikely. But... I still think... So is everything. Well, because you could still swap bait their babies. They don't have a whole ton of defining features. Especially if they looked similar. Like, you wouldn't have so this much... This kid was and a then... month old. Like, this kid was yeah, less Yeah, and especially if old. this baby is, like, now sick and dying... Like, you would be excluding some things that are off about the baby because you think that this baby's just sick. Yeah, also, it's the 1800s. Early I 1800s. Know. I know, but, like, if we're talking about, like, a mother's intuition sort of thing, being a the part of it. The mother didn't see him, though. She was too sick to see the baby. So, yeah. Are you expect me to believe a bunch of men knew what the differences of a baby look like? <laughs> Um, uh, yes, I mean, exactly. like, all of these things don't quite hit. Like, sure, he could have been pulling a stunt and made the wrong wound and killed himself on accident. That's totally feasible. But it's not super... Un it's not just any more... Like, this is also feasible to have happened. Because... Who knows? I mean, I think if he were a baby... It would be weird that he did recognize his mother and he was like, that's my mom. Um, because you never saw it. You don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a little strange, especially if nobody in captivity talked to him or anything. So like, that's where I'm kind of like, maybe it's a stretch because well, how do you know? Even if this is all bullshit, which it probably was because there's too many inconsistencies, but mm -hmm. who the fuck was this kid? If he isn't who he yeah. says he is. No one knows. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Or who he was before this. I know. Um, I just think that this this track may be more like the whole um, the Robert Johnson effect where you like want there to be hellhounds and you want there to be a deal with the devil because it sounds more interesting. Yeah, but there's and actually it just, just could nothing not there. Be. Yeah, this kid's just a dumbass. 
I don't know. I think that I think it also like there were people who did not like this kid and who had and that had felt like this kid had taken advantage of them. And they could have set something else up and just made it look like a kill. It it may not be like, you know, some high stakes murder to hide the lineage, but it could have just been like, I don't want this kid around anymore. I've got a grudge on him. Yeah, he's like, this kid And they would have done it. Exactly. (laughs) And it's, you know, it's 1830. There's, or not, it's the 1830s. Like, Science isn't that well done, and neither and autopsies are not that great. They can tell you how you died, but not like why. They can tell you what caused the death, but not how it was inflicted. And so all of that. There's no forensics. There's no like. There's not even largely detective work yet. <laughs> you know, blood. to Gross. bring in Mop our boy. Oh, blood! Mop it up. <laughs> <laughs> now back to my hunch. Exactly. So, yes, I don't necessarily think he's hidden royalty, though that would be sort of fun for Anastasia fans. But oh yeah, I also don't know that I completely buy that he accidentally killed himself. Yeah, I think we're not gonna know what actually happened because you know life is a mystery, I guess. Well, and it, you know, even if they, like, exhumed him now, I don't know that they'd get really anything else from him. And then the people who would have known have died, probably taking this, you know, truth to the grave. So there's Mm -hmm. no way to know. Yeah. There's no way to know. And we have to be okay with that. Just just write them all down, and when you get to wherever we get to after this life, you can ask all the questions. That's, that's oh, what yes. I plan to do. Yep, exactly. Yeah. We've got a going list. Now, where, where is Madeline McCain, uh, who killed um, Jean Benet? Mm-hmm. Who is the Zodiac? Who is the Zodiac? Where is Ted Bundy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the Important Jersey questions. Devil? Is Mothman real? Vampires. Is he gay? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know what it is with you, Alphabet Mafia. You guys take the most ridiculous characters, and you're like, they're not gay icons. The Babadook is a gay icon. I know. That's what I'm saying. You guys took Mothman and Babadook <laughs> as like this is who we are. <laughs> Scary and fashionable and obscure. But that's us. Exactly. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, but that is all I got for you for today. Interesting. When I was looking at pictures, I was seeing all these really weird drawings. Um, of like, is there any legend that lived on after him? Um, I mean, I know he was one of the, like, original boy who cried wolf. Like, that is what they refer to him as. Um, but no, it's more of just his mystery of everything. Yeah, he looks a little bit like a dumbass, if you look at him. (laughs) I think I keep seeing, like, the, the movie personification of him, where he looks like he's 30. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got, like, the chin beard and all that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
like, what it gets for being done in grave. 1974. Yeah. So I, I posted his grave where, like, it's in Latin, and it says, like, here lies Casper Hauser, an mm-hmm. enigma uh, in his time or something like that, and then, like, unknown birth, hidden death, and then just his time. So I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, the pictures you saw of Casper Hauser, the ones that look like they're hand-drawn, were self-portraits of him. They're creepy. Yeah, his no, hands are just a terrible artist. Are creepy. Um, because I saw like this one picture where it was like a ha- a horse on its back with another horse like rising from it. Um, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, no, all of his artwork is very, very scary, terrifying. Yeah, mm, I don't like it. But yeah. That was a fun story of a so-called boy who cried wolf, but we will never truly know. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Yeah, I don't know. But see, yeah, like, what's this Casper Hauser syndrome? Oh, it's, oh, I've, I've got it. It's a failure to thrive, or, oh, so it's like the Napoleon syndrome because it's short stature and intellect so <laughs> the part napoleon which is interesting if he's supposed to be a relative of an yeah. adoptive relative of napoleon and then abusive and neglectful environment because they yeah. said that he was yeah uh, immature sexual development and very low gh is that growth hormone what is that i don't know actually i don't know what gh is here let me go to the all because i'm still in this thing okay um okay so these are technical terms so it's psychosocial dwarfism psychogenetic or stress dwarfism so was he small mm-hmm. he was you didn't um i probably was distracted um let me pull up his information he was born yeah a growth in 1833 growth disorder that is observed between the ages of 2 to 15 caused by extreme emotional deprivation or stress. Hmm. So it's just all around lack of growth. So it's like statural, Mm -hmm. so height, intellectual meaning smart, and social meaning not good with people. So, like, everywhere across the board, you would be coming up short. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It was wild. <sighs> well, that was interesting. I know we've been into, like, the mysteries as of late. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I've been, like, playing around with a mystery as well, but a little more spooky in nature. Yeah, no, this guy was just fucking weird. I pulled it from that Unsolved uh, Enigmas book I was telling you about. I just took a bunch of pictures of stories, and I was like, okay, I can use this one for today. Mm. You know that big book of serial killers that I wanted? Did Josh get it for you? The fant- no, he didn't, because uh, we have no money right now. <laughs> 
Um, but the Phantom Killer is apparently in that book. So had I had that book, I probably would have found it and done it just the same. So mm-hmm. I just need more stuff. But yeah, We're, it's also Heck time to yeah. get into more spooky, ooky things for spooky season. Technically, so it's, it's not spooky season yet. I had it's one day. Sept- next week. Tomorrow. I know, but next week's episode counts as spooky season. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. So there's that. Heck yeah. All right. Well, um, should we tell them the things? Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat with you guys. And if you have comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, or personal stories, you can send them to us at nopeimscaredpodcast at gmail.com. Keep rating, keep reviewing. I'm seeing it. Uh, Jamaica, hey, how you doing? Glad to hear you're liking our show. Um, She keeps saying that she's going to show me the stats and then never does. Because you're not here. I was there last time and I didn't see him. You didn't remind me. So that's on you. Wow. Because <laughs> it's only on my computer. Just send me a picture. Okay, I will do that then. All right. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Happy Terrified Tuesday. Happy Say goodbye to fucking summer because it's out of here. Goodbye, summer. <laughs> I hate you. Go away. Don't come for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all we got. Bye.